Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for $79.99 and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Y'all already know it's your girl, Ash, and y'all already know I bring y'all another episode of what? Black Girl Interrupted. Man, y'all already know before I even jump into tonight's topic, y'all, y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. Man, I'm so late starting tonight, but I switched shifts with a young lady that works with me so she could be off tomorrow. Either way it goes, I had to switch shifts with a young lady today. But, but I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So I'm checking in. How's everybody doing? Y'all dropping the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling. I'm feeling kind of cute today. I'm feeling kind of cute. Got my little red on. Got my little flame. I'm wearing flame tonight. Because tonight is a very, very, very hot topic. You know, like I say, for the month of July, y'all already know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Black women that were murdered at the hands of the police and no justice has been served for these families. So before we even jump into that, y'all already know I got to do my mental health check-in. So y'all drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling. It's Taco Tuesday. It's Titty Tuesday. It's Turn Up Tuesday, whatever y'all want to call it. That's what it is today. Touchdown Tuesday, Takedown Tuesday, whatever. It's Tuesday. So y'all drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling. But one thing I do want to say, thank you to everybody that tuned in last week um, and supported me in my episode um, where I spoke about my niece and spoke about all the other young ladies that um, are missing and how black girls go missing and there's no media coverage. I do appreciate all the support, all the love that y'all show me from each day, each week. I just, I really, truly, truly love y'all. Hey, Kim. What's good, girl? How you feeling today? You know it's Tuesday. You already know I got to do my mental health check-in, so I need to know how everybody's feeling today. I need to know. Drop in the comments. Let me know what's good. You know, we one day away from hump day, so we're halfway through the week. What are y'all plans for the week? What do y'all think about this new... This Delta variant, these COVID cases that are increasing, let's talk about that. What's going on? You know, it's been so much back and forth in regards to people getting vaccinated, people not getting vaccinated. Whatever decision it is that you make, that's, that's your decision. I don't, you know, whatever you decide to do, I know I'm not getting vaccinated. And that's my personal preference. And I'm sticking to it. 
you know. So, but anyway, y'all drop in the comments. Let me know. Let me know how y'all feeling tonight. Y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. Girl, I'm tired too, honey. I switched and worked uh, another young lady's shift today, so I didn't get off till 7.15. So, but I'm here. You know, I had to jump, I had to jump on tonight. Um, I do apologize that I did not go live last night. Um, I wanted to do my episode on domestic violence against men. I wanted to do that last night, but due to it storming down here, internet was kind of up and down, up and down. So I have moved that episode to tomorrow night at eight o'clock. And yes, we are talking about domestic violence against men. I've already talked to your ladies about domestic violence. Now it's time for us to talk to the men. Um, for some reason, men are always the forgotten victims. You know, no one ever considers um, domestic violence to happen to men, and it does happen. We just don't hear about it. We don't talk about it. It's swept under the rug, and it happens quite often, more than more than you guys would ever, ever know um, in regards. So tomorrow night, we will be talking about domestic violence, and again, this is domestic violence against men, you know, so... Get your comments ready. Get your questions ready. Because I definitely want to talk about um, Dwayne Haskins, you know, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers or former quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers who was um, in a domestic uh, violent incident with his wife. Uh, and she knocked out one of his teeth. She wanted his tooth, his front tooth. Um, and she was arrested. Um, and she's been charged with, I believe, uh, aggravated assault or something like that but again that's definitely going to be a topic that we're going to discuss tomorrow night so um i definitely you know bring y'all questions bring bring your comments bring that all to the table tomorrow night because like i say it's going down on black girl interrupted this whole week so i have got so tonight like i say we're going to continue the conversation in regards to black women that have been murdered by the police um and no justice was served. Again, no uh, disrespect to Sandra Bland or Breonna Taylor. Of course, they were the young ladies that, you know, of course, were media, you know, were, were pushed to the forefront in the media. But I'm talking about women that were murdered by the police and their stories just kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah, it happened. And then we didn't hear anything more about it. So I, I, I'm doing this the whole month of July because the rest of July, because I want these families to know that their loved ones that were murdered unjustly by the police were not forgotten. So that's going to be tonight's topic. I'm going to be talking about Crystal Raglan and Lawana Phillips. So before I jump into any of the conversation, let me hop on some of these comments. Hey sis, it's good to see you. And I'm so, so, so happy you were finally able to catch one of my lives. Um, anybody knows that if you miss a live, you could always go back, um, and watch them on YouTube. They, it normally takes maybe 30 minutes to an hour before they, they post up on, um, YouTube. So you could always go, go back and watch. You could always catch up on any episodes that you may have missed. Um, and leave a, leave a comment. Let me know what you think, what you thought about that episode. What could I do to improve? Um, let me know what other topics you want to discuss. Um, so it's good to see you. Hey, Kim. Hey, my boo boo. I miss you, girl. Uh, and don't forget, sip. I need some drinks, girl. As soon as I get my money together, um, I'm, I'm going to order some drinks. 
man, go holler at my go holler at my sis Kim, man. She oh, I don't them drinks, baby, from, from the reviews that I've seen about them alcoholic beverages that she makes, they put you on your ass. So go holler at my girl Kim. I promise you. You won't be disappointed. I promise you won't be disappointed. Yes, Liz. I've missed you, babe. I promise I have. Um, but yeah, any episodes, like I say, that you may have missed, um, you can always go back on YouTube. You could always go to Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook and you can catch up on any other episodes that you may have missed. Um, yes, yes. Thank you, baby. Thank you, Hunter Bun. Um, girl, you already know. Let me let me tell y'all something. Support goes a long way. And, and I see this, and, I, and I'm going to start stressing this on every episode. Thank you, honey. It's flame. You already know where I got it from. Flame, honey. I'm on fire. Ooh, can't touch me. Um, I absolutely do. Um, we definitely have to catch up. I've got to fill you in on a lot of things that have been going on um, in my life. Um, so Liz, we will definitely have to catch up. Let me know when you're off so we can sit down and we can have a real sister, sister conversation. Kim, I love you. I love you, babe. So I want to stress this on, on this particular show tonight, and I'm going to start doing this on every show going forward. If you know, or have a black owned business, it takes zero from you to support a black owned business. It takes nothing for you to shout out that person. If you if they share a post, share it. All it takes is for you to go to that page, hit share, and and keep going. You know, this is one of the things that I, that I'm gonna constantly push is supporting black owned businesses. I really want to see the black owned businesses thrive. I really want to see the black men and the black women make it. I really want to see us create to continue creating generational wealth, not only for our children but our grandchildren their children, and so on and so forth. So if you know somebody that has a Black-owned business, somebody that's starting out, share their post. You know, support them. You know, if they're selling shoestrings and they're a dollar, buy 10 pairs. You know, buy a pair of shoestrings and, and whatever it is, support. You know, um, I, I see this all too often on social media. I see us tearing each other down when it comes to supporting businesses. Again, I manifest that my my little podcast is going to be a big podcast. You know, I'm manifesting that Black Girl Interrupted will become a household name. When people see me, they will say, oh, my God, that's Black Girl Interrupted right there. That's Ash. That's the one that has, man, that's the type of love we need to start showing one another. You understand? So if you know somebody that has a Black-owned business, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, so I can shout them out on my show. That's what I'm going to start doing going forward is supporting all these black owned businesses. You know, like my, my brother, Will, he has two podcasts. He has the ADHD hour on Sundays, and then he does the black male podcast on Tuesdays. Go follow him. He's on YouTube. He's on Facebook. Go show this brother some love because he absolutely talks about some amazing things on his show in regards to the black men. Y'all go shout out, go holler at my boy Dex, Matt, and Dre on Monday night. They have Breaking the Stigma. Three, three men that talk about mental illness. They talk about everything, love, relationships. Go support them. 
It doesn't take nothing from you. If you see me share a post, man, just go back to my page, share it, show some love to somebody. You know, that's the only way we're going to get ahead. We need to stop tearing each other down and start building each other up. You know, so any, any, if you know any black owned businesses, if you are a black business owner, shoot me a DM and say, Hey, Ash on your next show. Can, can you shout me out? Baby, I'm going to shout you out. I'm going to support you. I don't have no money right now, but Hey, if I can share your post or I could tell somebody, man, go holler at my girl or go holler at my dude, whatever the situation is. I definitely want to get back to the black community. I definitely want to continue to uplift my black men and my black women because I love y'all so, 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 so much. And I want to see all of us win for the rest of 2021 and keep going. Um, one last thing before I jump into tonight's conversation is let's normalize supporting one another. Let's normalize that. Also, I challenge everybody that tunes in tonight, everybody that shows me a lot of love, a lot of support. I challenge you, share one black owned business. If you know a black business owner, and I'm going to keep saying and keep saying and keep saying and keep saying, support, 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 support. Also, I want to send an abundance of prayers to New Orleans, baby. It's a whole war zone out there. But hey, prayers to everybody. I want y'all to know y'all need to continue to stay safe, stay masked up, and stop trying to conglomerate in, in groups of a thousand, baby. This, this COVID is... Looks like it's ramping back up. So stay safe, y'all. I pray for y'all. I love y'all. I promise I really do. But like I say, you know a black-owned business, shoot me a text, shoot me a DM. Let me know so I can shout them out on every episode. All right. So keep dropping in the comments. Y'all already know I'm doing my mental health check-in. Um, and as the comments keep rolling in, I'm going to go ahead and I'm jumping into tonight's topic. Like I told y'all, for the month of July, this is the this is the that's the topic. No justice, no peace. The murders of black women at the hands of police. That is absolutely a conversation we need to continue having. So I want to talk about, like I said, tonight I'm talking about Lawana Phillips and Crystal Raglan. Say their names. Some of those names you may, you know, these names you may have heard, these two names you may not have heard. You know, and this is the million dollar question. By the end of the by the end of the month, I really want to talk it talk about this. Why are black women often missing from conversations about police violence? So y'all think about that. And at the end of the month, on the last episode of the month, I really want to jump into that. I really, really, really want to push that. Huh. All right, y'all. So without further ado, I need to talk about Crystal Raglan. Say her name. Say her name. Crystal Raglan. A beautiful soul taken far too soon. A young woman that was in the military that suffered from PTSD killed by the police. No justice has been served. Her family, her family especially her sister, is, is pushing... Um, to bring justice, to bring these police officers that killed this young lady to justice. One of the things that I don't understand, and, and I find myself questioning every day, you have all these people that suffer from mental illness, 
why do you send these police that have no experience dealing with a person that suffers from mental illness? Are you not understanding or even knowing that that aggravates the situation? I, I was watching. So what made me select this young lady as one of the young ladies? Of course, there's there's thousands more and, and we could be here for years and years on out talking about black women that have been murdered by the police um, and no justice has been served. But I, I selected this young lady because I know so many people that suffer from PTSD and it doesn't necessarily come from the military. Um, I know a lot of people that, you know, coming from Hurricane Katrina still suffer from PTSD. Anybody that's had a traumatic event happen in their life, PTSD. This young lady, when I think about her, beautiful, beautiful young lady that had a lot of mental problems. And as we all know, resources for black people in regards to mental health is almost non-existent. And I don't understand why. I do not understand why as high as mental illness is in the black community, why are we always left behind? Why are there no resources for us? That's what I don't understand. So Crystal Raglan, 32 years old. Y'all know I get so emotional when it comes to talking about my black women and my black men. I'm so tired of seeing y'all gunned down in the streets. Not only by the police, but by each other. You know, I absolutely am in an uproar when it comes to black on black violence. And I'm absolutely in an uproar when it comes to police killing black people and they get a slap on the wrist. So this is why we had to talk about this. This year, oh my God, y'all. Okay, let me, let me, let me get here. This is Crystal Ragley. Beautiful young woman. 32 years old killed. By the police. By the police, gunned down. Beautiful young woman, beautiful, beautiful young woman who suffered from mental illness. And because they sent someone out there that had no experience, this young woman ended up dead. Here's her story. Thinking about my sister on a holiday like today is like thinking about her on any day, you know, every day without her is special to me. So it's really um, tough talking about her today to know that um, I really appreciated her and honored her and that she still should be here and to not be able to um, give her her flowers today while she's here and honor her. Um, 
it's hard. On May 30th, Crystal was in a crisis. She was in a, um, she was dealing, um, suffering from her mental illness on this particular day. Um, she she it, um, everyone was aware of her conditions, including Huntsville police officers, including her apartment manager. They were aware of her um, ongoing health, uh, mental health situation. We do feel like that um, she should still be here. Um, the situation wasn't handled. Um, it could have been handled definitely different. Um, I don't feel like the, the, the necessary steps that needed to be done far as contacting um, caseworkers, ca contacting family members, or even sending crisis prevention officers to her location to even attempt to de-escalate was done. So um, yeah, there was definitely um, some procedures that we feel like were failed and she was failed on that day. Veterans Day, um, I, I know everyone uh, says they want to honor our veterans and, and you know, but th this this country in the last several years has, has not done a very good job of providing those services um, right up front. And so, um, you know, it takes a while to get those services in place. So that's something we want to see change. Law enforcement in general, um, you know, especially in that area, is not dealing with uh, mental health uh, training and awareness um, like they should have been. Um, and so, uh, these e issues can be easily spotted, you know, in terms of the PTSD and schizophrenia, anxiety, depression. And so, um, you know, on Veterans Day, we just, you know, want the public to uh, be aware this is a unique case. So I, I, I teared up watching that, you know, listening to the sister speak. And I absolutely have to agree when I say, when you get these phone calls about a person that's in a mental health crisis, 
center crisis prevention officer. These police officers are not properly trained to deal with a person that suffers from mental illness. We see this far too often. You have Patrick Warren Sr. in Colleen, Texas, who was having a mental illness crisis and a police officer who had no experience killed Patrick Warren Sr. He ended up with three guns, three gun, three bullets to the chest. And that was in Colleen, Texas. There's a long list of, of these cases of mental illness. The young man that was just killed, I want to say, was a last year in Baltimore. I want to say, don't quote me on that, but I, I will definitely get back with y'all on that. But we're, we're seeing this far too, far too often. Mental illness is real, y'all. This is absolutely real. Like COVID is real. A lot of people didn't feel like COVID was real. A lot of people didn't don't feel like mental illness is big in the black community. It absolutely is. Black men are killing themselves. Or let me say, let me let me reword that. Black men are committing suicide at very high rates due to mental illness. Y'all know I'm an advocate for mental illness because I suffer from depression and anxiety. So I stand 10 toes down with it. You know, so I just don't understand why this keeps happening. I don't understand why do you keep, why do the police keep killing us? I don't understand. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Everybody says, well, why don't you get upset when the black, when it's black on black? I do. I get just as upset about black on black violence as I do about police officers killing us. This young lady suffered from PTSD. Everybody was aware of this young lady's condition. It was alleged that she pulled a toy gun. It was alleged that she pulled out a toy gun and two police officers killed this lady. Same thing with Tamir Rice. Playing with a gun. He's acting like a normal 12-year-old child. Killed. I just... I don't understand. We have to continue to say these names. We have to continue to let these families know that their loved ones are not forgotten. I said it on my last episode. I challenge everybody. If something is happening in your community, if it's another police killing, share it so we can talk about it. We don't know about it. Big Low. Hey, big, hey, brother. Y'all go check out my brother, Big Low Country Sports. Yes, he's a Falcons fan, but you know what? He does absolute 
amazing football talk. He he, I love him. You know, I, I tap into all his episodes. Um, and I just I love him. I'm absolutely ecstatic and excited for the football season to come because I'm very curious to see what you're gonna be talking about now. <laughs> so y'all go holler at my baby Big Low. And shout out to his wife, Coach Roni. See ya, sis. You know I got to take my time. Y'all know I, I get so emotional on these shows. Y'all know I do. That's, you know, that's just how passionate I am when it comes to these topics. You know, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. You know, um, but we have to keep having these conversations. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because we're tired of hearing about it. But again, the only way for us to do something, we have to collectively come together. We need to go to we need to go to these town hall meetings. We need to go to these school board meetings. We are responsible for who we put in these seats. We're responsible for our judges. You know, we're responsible for the city council members. We're responsible for the chiefs of police. We're responsible for that. So I'm gonna say this again: If you can go stand your ass out there in line. For Jordans or iPhone, you can go to the polls and you elect who you want for your city officials. Go out there and let your voice be heard. Hey, brother. So Warren says, as a vet myself, I can attest to services not being well known and them having vets jump through so many damn hoops to get help. Right. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about. In, in a future episode is what's killing and damaging the black community. What you said right there, Warren, services, health services, so limited to us, so limited to us. And I don't understand why, especially to veterans that have gone and served our country and come home to nothing. So I want to go back to Krista Ragland. Again, 32-year-old woman in Huntsville, Alabama killed. It was alleged, again, that she pulled out a gun. Well, what, what happened was the initial 911 call, uh, she was in a mental health crisis. Everyone knew she suffered from PTSD and uh, schizophrenia. So on May 30th, 2019, Crystal Raglan was killed by Huntsville, Alabama police. So it says, when the police said she reached for a fake gun, that's when they shot and killed her. A fake gun. So let's 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 tap dance on this really quickly. I've seen white people pull out real guns on the police. I've seen white people whose families have driven them across state lines, Kyle Rittenhouse, and they're still alive. I saw a video where a white man, he stabbed the police officer. 
he's still alive. Are, are they not utilizing these tasers? What's the point of carrying them if you're not going to utilize them? Y'all knew if she quote unquote pulled out a fake gun, you knew it was, you knew it wasn't a real gun. Why didn't you try to subdue her with your taser? Why, why is reaching for a gun the first thing that you guys do? That's what I want to know as a police officer. You know you're dealing with somebody that is suffering from mental illness. You know this. They tell you when you get the 911 call. They say person has a history of mental illness. So again, like Krista Ragland's sister said, why don't they send the crisis police, someone that's trained to handle situations such as Crystal Raglan's. You know, that's, that's what I don't understand. Why not? Why not send a counselor out there, a family member, someone that could possibly talk the person down? Because see, when police come, they come already on, on 10. So when you come on 10, so let me, let me back up. So when you are dealing with someone who's at a thousand and you coming at a thousand, don't you think that's going to aggravate the situation even more? That's what I want to know. Don't you believe that that's going to aggravate the situation? That's like, okay. So, and you're right, Liz, they do only use tasers on whites. Dylan Roof. They took the Burger King, baby, and he killed, what, nine, ten people in that church? They ordered him a number two with cheese, no onions. And Kim, you right, baby. They only use the tasers on non-melanated people. We know that. We know that. Like, do y'all remember the man that was cutting up in the airport? I want to say, was it Orlando or Miami? They used a taser. And he was cutting up an airport. Oh, yeah, baby, they got him a whole meal. A whole number two with cheese, hold the onions. Before they took him to jail. Kyle, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was, what, 15, 16 years old, whose mother drove him across state lines to a Black Lives Matter rally and, what, three people were killed? He had a whole AR-15, and he's still alive. They don't even know where he is. Oh, okay. 18, how old he was, but he's still alive. But, but so I pulled up this article on Crystal Ragland. So... And this is as of May 22nd of this year. So the sister of Crystal Raglan, who was a U.S. Army veteran who suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder when police from uh, when, said she reached for a fake gun, the sister is suing the city of Huntsville and the two police officers who shot and killed Raglan two years ago. So it's been two years since Crystal Raglan was murdered. Two years. 
So the federal lawsuit filed Thursday alleges that the city fails to properly train police to deal with people who are mentally ill. They do not hold officers accountable and they condone excessive force. So that goes back to, when I say the excessive force, that goes back to, you knew the gun wasn't real. Quote, unquote, she allegedly pulled, up, pulled out a, a fake gun. Why was your gun the first thing to go for and not your taser? That's question number one. Okay, that's, that's, that's absolutely question number one. Number two, the moment dispatch got the call, they told you this young lady suffers from mental illness, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and schizophrenia. Do y'all know what it's like to deal with somebody that has, that's, that has schizophrenia? If you don't know, read up about schizophrenia. So, so here we go. So the 25-page lawsuit uh, comes just weeks after a Huntsville officer was found guilty of murder in the unrelated shooting of a man who was threatening suicide, a shooting that the city has maintained did not violate police standards. So the lawsuit also accuses the city and the two unarmed I'm sorry, unnamed officers of excessive force, wrongful death, and negligence. It says the lawsuit also accuses the city of failure to have adequate practices for dealing with people who are mentally ill. I definitely want to know. Warren, you just said exactly what I was about to say. So Warren says, I want to know what happened to the whole police reform. Oh, honey, let me tell you what happened to that. They too busy sending out stimulus checks and uh, making Juneteenth a holiday. Police reform was not on, was not on the ballot, okay? Uh, he also says, why aren't lawmakers pushing for different training methods, more training, and psycho psychological, I'm sorry, psychological evaluations? That goes back to the case. Warren, I don't know if you remember the young man. I want to say this was in Baltimore because I was watching it five, three weeks ago, maybe. I want to say it was in Baltimore. Young man suffered from bipolar disorder his whole entire life. Um, he was having a mental health crisis, a mental uh, health crisis. Police were called and when they came there, within 10 seconds of the police arriving, this young man was dead. I'm going to find out. I'm going to try to remember the name. I'm going to look it up and, and, and we'll talk about it um, on Thursday. Um, but so in, in regards to going back, so what happened was officers were called to Crystal Ragland's home at Stadium Apartments in West Huntsville on the morning of May 30th, 2019. After receiving calls about the 32-year-old behaving erratically with what police later said was a fake gun. So you discovered that it was a fake gun after you murdered this lady, right? Oh, okay. 
uh, it says the police department at that time said that when the two police officers got to her home, Raglan reached for the replica 45 caliber pistol that was sticking out of her pocket and shouted for the officers to shoot her. So let's 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 stop right here for just a moment. If a person is telling you that they want you to kill them, don't you think? Does it wouldn't a light bulb go off in your head and say, wait, 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 this person is suffering from some type of mental illness? Wouldn't you think that? But again, this young woman ended up dead. 32-year-old Crystal Raglan ended up dead. She ended up dead. At the hands of the police, she ended up dead. A young lady that was known to suffer from mental disorder, a mental illness, I'm sorry, and she ended up dead. They tried to say the, the man that was... Let, let, let me just pause for a moment. They tried to say the man that was going around killing all the Asian people in Georgia suffered from a sex disorder. He woke up and, and was in a bad mood. So you mean to tell me I could wake up in a bad mood and I could just go kill 10 people and still be alive? Let me know. Can I do that? Or oh, that's right, I'm the wrong color. I can't get away with that. That doesn't work for me. Doesn't work for me or the other ones that look like me. Hey, Azrael. Hey, hey, hey. I know you're busy, honey, but it's good to see you. Make that money. Take care of your business. You know what you could do. You know you could always go back and watch the episodes. You already know. But it's absolutely a pleasure to see you. Absolutely great to see you, love. Great to see you. So... Warren says, these officers keep using the same excuse that they fear for their life. They said the dude that killed the Asians was probably having a bad day. Right. But then they tried to say, if I'm not mistaken, they tried to spin it and say he had some kind of mental illness or, or something. He had, a he, was, he had a sex disorder or something. I know it was something retarded. And I was like, really? Right, sir. Right, sir. Great. We're going to use that, okay? We're, we're going to use, we're going to, that's the narrative that they want us to, to believe, but hey, it's not for melanated people. Let me say that. But going back to Crystal Raglan, so it says, the lawsuit says that the initial 911 call, someone from the apartment complex told police. Okay, they told the police that she suffered from PTSD, schizophrenia, and other mental health diagnosis. They say within a minute of officers arriving at Raglan's apartment, they shot her multiple times and killed her. Let me repeat that one more time. The initial 911 call from someone in the apartment complex stated to the police that this young lady suffered from mental illness. They told them. I have a friend that's a 911 dispatcher. And she said, 
That's what they tell the police. Hey, you're dealing with someone that, that suffers from mental illness. They have a, a history. Within a minute, one minute, y'all, 60 seconds, okay? 30 seconds twice. Raglan was shot multiple times and killed. The police also shot this woman multiple times. They didn't say how many times, but multiple. Means more than two, more than three, maybe five, six. Within 60 seconds of them arriving to this young lady's house, she was dead. So it's almost like when you're having a, a, a mental health crisis, who can you call? Who can you call? You're afraid to call the police now. Because you know within 60 seconds you may be dead. I just want to know. Let me go back to Warren's comment right here. He says, why aren't lawmakers pushing for different training methods, more training, and psychological evaluations for these police officers? Why are we not getting these crisis officers? Why are we not getting officers that are trained to deal with individuals like Crystal Ragland, with individuals like Patrick Warren Sr., and so on and so forth? Why are we not getting those sent out to the home? Someone that could de-escalate the situation, that could possibly de-escalate the situation. Why, why are these police officers, like I say, if you're not wanting to protect and serve, then don't become a police officer. If you're walking around wanting to be a police officer because you used to get beat up in school, don't become a police officer. Get the chip off your shoulder because we don't need any more arrogant cops. I don't understand. But again, Crystal Radley, Beautiful young lady. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful young lady. Murdered. 32 years old. Killed at the hands of the police. And no justice was served. The family is still fighting. As of May 2021. Yeah. I don't understand. Say her name. Say her name. Continue to say her name. Continue to support and love this woman's family. Let her know she's not forgotten. To the people that have loved ones that are in the military and suffer from PTSD or any type of mental disorder, get them some help. Show them some support. We have to start protecting our own now. Crystal Ragland.
to the family. She may be gone, but she'll never be forgotten. Her name will forever come off of my come out of my mouth. I will continue to speak for these young, beautiful black women that have been murdered unjustly by the police. And no justice has been served. None. So y'all say her name, Crystal Ragland. Crystal Ragland, say her name. 32 years old, served in the military. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Ragland, for your services. Oof. Y'all know. I get deep when it comes to this. I'm so passionate about this because I'm a black woman who's definitely had an encounter with the police, a not so pleasant encounter. Boy, boy, boy. So I move on to our next young lady for tonight. Miss Lawana Phillips. Say her name. Lawana Phillips. Another young lady killed unjustly by the police. If you don't know her name, say her name. You don't know her story, look her up. This right here is Lawana Phillips. Lawana Phillips, 36-year-old woman from Helendale, California. Killed October of 2018. Sure. Say her name. Lawana Phillips. Beautiful mother of three. Beautiful mother of three. Lawana Phillips. Another young lady. Absolutely. Absolutely. She was a lovely young lady. 36-year-old, 36-year-old black female in Helendale, California. San Bernardino County. So Lawana Phillips, it says the officer responded to a used car dealership after reporting, after the reporting party called Sheriff's Dispatch and said Phillips had allegedly punched the caller's husband in the face and was also fighting with another person. Again, allegedly. Was she, did she hit the man in the face? Was she fighting with somebody else at the dealership? Was she or wasn't she? Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. 
Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. We don't know. But it was alleged. So it says, Polito, who's the police officer, found Phillips in the parking lot of the business, and a records check revealed Phillips was wanted on a misdemeanor arrest warrant out of West Covina for driving with a suspended license. So she's 36 years old. Find out that there's a warrant for her arrest. She ends up dead. Lawana Phillips. So it says, after failing to comply, Phillips locked herself in her white Mercedes turned on the engine and moved the SUV slightly toward Polito. He eventually approached the slightly down driver's window and deployed pepper spray inside. It's a shortly after Phillips put the car in drive and accelerated toward Polito, who a couple seconds later fired six shots at the Mercedes, fearing for his physical safety. The report also says Polito told Phillips to get out of her vehicle 25 times and to put the Mercedes in park twice. Polito also warned Phillips at least twice that he would shoot if she came at him. It says when Phillips accelerated toward Deputy Polito, he was forced to make a split second decision whether to fire his weapon or risk serious, serious bodily injury or possible death. He says, under those circumstances, he was left with no choice but to fire his weapon. Why didn't you shoot at the tires? When she didn't comply, okay, she was driving on a suspended driver's license. You act like she had a, a, a warrant for murder. Let her go and catch her later. But she ended up dead. All of this was alleged, allegedly. Some of the witnesses out there said, that she didn't, she wasn't fighting anybody. One witness corroborated the sheriff's department's version of events. One witness. So according to this article, Polito was clear of any wrongdoing. This is the police officer that killed Lawana Phillips in Helendale, California. It says, Phillips came to the dealership because apparently she bought a, a vehicle that turned out to be a limit. So she went back to the dealership that she purchased the vehicle from and confronted the people at the dealership. She allegedly beat the man up and got into it with somebody else at this dealership. Again, all of this is alleged. So it says the witness who was allegedly punched during the incident showed Polito a video recording. He took on his cell phone and showed part of the incident between the witness and Phillips.
So it says, Bruner says, I believe. Okay, so this is the attorney for the family who says she believes the trajectory of the bullet that struck Phillips proves that she did not pose a threat as Polito was standing to the side of the moving Mercedes. It says there was a slightly irregular but roughly circular entrance gun wound defect noted in the earlobe of the left ear located four inches from the top of the head and five inches left of the anterior midline. The report says there was somehow or that was somehow horizontally oriented irregular exit defect present to the left side of the forehead at the hairline approximately one inch from the top of the head. They say she posed no threat to the police officer. They say the officer was not properly trained, was grossly negligent, or suffered from a racial bias which caused him to shoot and kill Luana. So again, so the story is Luana Phillips bought a vehicle from this little one of those little buy here, pay here car lots. And the car turned out to be a limit. So she went to go confront the people at the dealership about the car, told them, hey, y'all need to fix this car. I paid for this car, blase, blase. It was alleged that an altercation broke out that she punched the man in the face. She, she was fighting the man and then she got into it with, I guess the person that was trying to break up the incident, she ended up getting into it with that person excuse me, who happened to be a mechanic at this dealership. Poli the police officer, Officer Polito was called out to the scene. Chris Lawana Phillips is dead. He found out that she, was, she had an outstanding warrant for driving on a suspended driver's license. Okay. You know where she lives? Why you just didn't go pick her up? Let her go. Why? 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 Or why shoot at the vehicle? Why didn't you shoot at the tires? Again. Why? I, I just don't understand for the life of me. They're shooting to kill now. Why didn't you shoot at the tires? You shot at the vehicle. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was six shots, I believe. Let me go back. Okay, here it goes. So, all right, here we go, y'all. Here's the story. So, again, she, she bought a, a used car from a dealer in Victorville and said it turned out to be a limit. She was angry about this, and on October 3rd, 2018, she went to the dealership to complain. It says in the ensuing argument, she allegedly punched a man in the face and police were called. She got back in her car and locked the doors. Deputy Sheriff Jamie Polito insisted she get out, seeing one window slightly rolled down. He, pe he sprayed pepper spray at her. Lawana apparently began to drive the car, at which point Officer Polito fired six shots into the car, killing her in the parking lot. So let's go back really quickly 
You sprayed pepper spray in the car. You don't think that's what caused her to maybe push the gas? Because if you've ever been pepper sprayed, not a very good feeling. It's not a very good feeling when you've been pepper sprayed. So Kim, Kim, Kimberly Latisse says, if all this happened at the dealership, get an address from her. Paperwork is that easy. Again, she had an outstanding warrant for driving on a suspended license. Hello? On a suspended driver's license, a warrant. This woman ended up with six bullets to the car. You pepper sprayed her. She's inside a vehicle with the window barely down. Is this registering in somebody's head or is it just me? I, I, I'm not understanding. Lawana was unarmed. Unarmed, 36-year-old mother of three, whose children are now left with neither parent. The mother has passed away. The, I'm sorry, the mother was killed, and the father of her children was killed, had passed away as well. So now you have three children without their parents. Again, Lawana Phillips, y'all. So Mr. Warren says, David Banner said that things won't change until the consequences are loss of life or finance. Right. Right. Liz says that's murder. Big Brother Steven says, what the fuck was she supposed to do? Hello? Somebody, somebody's understanding where I'm coming from. You're in size inside a, a closed space with the window. I could just imagine maybe the window probably being cracked about that much. Okay. Maybe about this much. And you spray, you spray pepper spray inside the vehicle. You put your spray pepper spray inside this young lady's vehicle. All of this over her getting in her feelings. Because she purchased a vehicle that turned out to be a limit. Maybe she did or didn't get into an altercation with the, with the person at the dealership. Only one witness corroborated what the police officer said. One witness. Only one witness. Not multiple witnesses. Five or six people didn't come out there and say, oh yeah, you know, we saw one person. Which was the person she allegedly got into it with which is allegedly was the other victim and like you say kim how does she buy a car with a suspended license that's a that was a bootleg dealership hello you know it hello i see everybody's wheels is turning because we all thinking the same thing that's the same thing with dante wright Dante Wright had a warrant and ended up dead. Why didn't you just let him drive away, go pick him up at a later date? 
Same thing that happened to Corin Gaines. And we're going to talk about her on another episode. Y'all, y'all, these police, are, you, you're killing them over simple shit. You know, you got a warrant for uh, driving with, with a suspended license. Really? Are you serious right now? You got pedophiles walking around here. Go after these pedophiles. You going after some, you kill somebody after you done pepper sprayed her. Why didn't you just move the hell out of the way? Send the people to a house and go pick up. Six bullets to the car. This young woman is dead. 36 years old, okay? Lawana Phillips. Ladies and gentlemen, Lawana Phillips. Murdered. 36 years old. Mother of three. And you're right, Warren. That is murder. Hell, I know Stevie Wonder gonna see the hell. Ray Charles gonna see it. We all could see it. And we wasn't even at we wasn't even there at the time that the incident transpired. But hey, here we are. Is your young woman dead? Gone. The family is still fighting for justice. Still fighting for justice for Lawana Phillips. And you're right, big brother. That's a dirty bitch. That's a dirty, low-down, dirty son of a baby. And you right, sis. Kim, you just hit the, you hit the nail on the head. A warrant isn't a reason to die, period. Psycho. Crazy. Batshit crazy. You pepper sprayed her, and then that's when the vehicle came forward to you. Okay, so I'm in a car. You pepper spray me. I'm like this. You don't think I'm not going to hit the gas? And it may or may not have been intentional. But if you've been pepper sprayed again, like I say, your eyes are burning. You can't see. You're discombobulated for a moment. Did anybody ever stop to think about that? Big Brother Steve said that. What was she supposed to do? What was she supposed to have done? You pepper sprayed this lady. That shit burns. You're disoriented. You're discombobulated. You 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 just you 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 trying to you know, cause your eyes are burning. You're choking. You in a car. She's in a car with all the windows up except for one that's maybe cracked about this much. That's what happened. Lawana Phillips. Again, 36 years old. Helendale, California. October of 2018, this young woman lost her life. That's Lawana Phillips. That's Lawana Phillips. He wanted her to get out of the car. Why didn't you just shoot at the tires? Why didn't you just let her go? Like Kim says, get our address from my paperwork and go pick her from her house. Six. 
bullets to the car. This young woman ended up dead. So as of February 2020, Deputy Jamie Polito has been deemed, he was cleared because they say the shooting was deemed justified. He was cleared of any wrongdoing in the death of Lawana Phillips, who was pronounced dead at the scene in a 14,000 block of 7th Street. He was clear. No wrongdoing. But now you have three babies out here with no mother and no father. The family is still fighting for justice. He said he told her to get out. They say he told her to get out of the car 25 times. 25 times? Really? Over a, a warrant for a suspended driver's license. Lawana Phillips. So the family... Oh, I take that back. In May of 2019, the family and the county settled on $2.6 million. $2.1 million for her three children and $500,000 for her mother. They said she had no weapon. She didn't even hold anything up. Her cousin says, I know they say she tried to run them over, but I don't see that happening. They went off the word of one person. Luana Phillips. 36 years old. So her car, it was a little, little, looked like a little Mercedes hatchback. Hmm. They say multiple witnesses. They say, okay, so she went there. She bought a car again from this dealership. And she was upset. So she went and confronted the man at the dealership. They say she had punched. Her husband was just punched in the face by a woman. The caller also told officials that the woman was still at the dealership and had begun fighting with another person. One deputy came out. They say after running a records check, again, the deputy discovered she had a misdemeanor arrest warrant for allegedly driving with a suspended license. They say she became, she was uncooperative and she got into her car. 
That's when he deployed the pepper spray inside the vehicle. They say investigators accused Phillips of trying to drive her car toward the deputy at that point. That's when the deputy opened fire. So again, you deploy pepper spray inside an enclosed environment, a.k.a. a car. I don't believe she was intentionally trying to run the police officer over. I, I just don't. I refuse to believe that. Like Kim says, that's all they do. Put a price on life. They, they go home and see their families. She can't. Big Brother Steven says, we can't have an expired license, but they can shoot up the whole school, Walmart, and church and live. It's a whole shit show. You can't even play with toy guns anymore. Remember, that's what we used to do. We used to get the little toy guns, the little water guns. You remember the young man that was killed in Walmart that was playing with the, with the little toy gun? Him. Tamir Rice. Killed. Luana Phillips, killed, killed. Let's see, from footage from the scene shows a white Mercedes-Benz hatchback that appeared to have been exited in the parking lot before its front passenger and driver's side windows were shot out. So you were shooting the killer. I just, I, what I want to know, why didn't you shoot at the tires? That's what I want to know. Why didn't you shoot the tires? That's what I don't understand. They say she was pronounced dead at the scene after paramedics arrived. Like Warren says, they got some coward-hearted mofos. They don't need to be officers and they hide behind the damn badge. You're right. Steven says shot him like four seconds. Right. Lizzie says instead of killing her. What? You know, that that's what I, I you know, uh, again, I, I really just don't understand. I want to talk about this. So, again, y'all say her name, Luana Phillips. Remember her face. This is the young lady. That's Luana Phillips who lost her life October of 2018. Or will suspend the driver's license. So I want to go back to the murders of black women at the hands of the police. Why does this constantly keep happening and we don't hear about it? You know, that's, that's one of the things 
that I'm going to continue to utilize my platform for is to bring about awareness to these uncomfortable conversations that we shy away from. We always hear about the men being murdered by police, but never the women. Like I said, if, if you Google black women murdered by police officers, you'll be sick. I pulled up this picture, y'all, of this banner. And this is not even all the names. This is just apparently what they could fit on this, on this flyer. You have... Kimberly Randall King, you have Marissa Alexander, you have Chantel Davis, you have Natasha McKenna, you see Shanique Proctor, Ayana Stanley Jones, Kayla Moore, those two women I will be discussing in, in two more episodes. Y'all remember last week I talked about Rakia Boyd. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You have... Michelle Cuso, the list just goes on and on and on. You have Shelly Free. This list just goes on, and this is just a few names. This is not even all the names of black women murdered by police officers. Why do you think they media, they media let me know, let me find the correct word. They pushed Breonna Taylor to the forefront. They pushed Sandra Bland to the forefront. What about Lawana Phillips? What about Krista Ragland? What about Latasha Walton? What about Ayanna Stanley Jones, who was just seven years old at the time she was killed by police officers? You have Kayla Moore, died in police custody. You will hear her story this month. We're going to talk about Corin Gaines, murdered. Then we're going to talk about Mama Kay. Katherine Johnson, the 92-year-old woman murdered in Atlanta, Georgia. Say their names. Remember those names. Never let those names go silent. 
Steven says they did the same thing to Sam D. Boyce in Cincinnati. Once you shoot a person dead who's driving, you create a dangerous situation because now you have a car flying down the street with no driver. Right. I want to pull up. I, I want to find this young man before I roll into my final thoughts, before I discuss tomorrow night's episode. Um, I want to say it was in Baltimore. Uh, and I want, this was December of last year. Um, it was December of 2020. Oh, what is this young man's name? Uh, oh God, I was just watching his story the other day. Um, cause he, he, he suffered from mental illness. Oh, what was his name? I'm gonna find his name, but anyway, he suffered from mental illness and he was murdered within 30 seconds of the police arriving on the scene. I'm going to find his name. And I will tell you, I want to see. It was in Baltimore. I want to see that's where it was. What was his name? I'm going to find it. But he suffered from mental illness. And at the time, his wife was pregnant. Um, they had just gotten married. One thing I, I, I want to see. We've got to get out here and vote, y'all. Let me, let me go on to my final thoughts. And I'm going to tie all this in together. I just. Every time I see another black man or a black woman murdered by the police, I get sick in my stomach because I know there will never be justice for these families. Like Warren said earlier, what happened to the police reform? You want me to tell you what happened? They were so busy focusing on making Juneteenth a national holiday that they disregarded the fact that we need police reform. We need more resources for mental health. Because we as black people, they dangle a carrot in front of our face and we bite it. I saw so many people celebrating the fact that, oh yeah, we got Juneteenth. Yeah, we're going to get paid. I've been celebrating Juneteenth long before y'all started getting paid for it. So that's why there's no police reform. Just like I don't understand why there's no anti-hate, why they're not making these hate crimes felonies. But the Asians got a bill passed before we did. And we're still waiting. You want to know why? These police killers? Because... In their world, and their narrative, they fear us. Black men and black women, you really just don't understand how strong we are. 
We come from strength. So they fear that. A lot of black men and a lot of black women, we're educated. And they fear that. We're now starting to dominate a lot of things that once belonged to the white people. So they fear that. You look around, there's so many interracial babies out here. We're dominated. So the only way to stop the population, the continuing population of the black race is to what? Exterminate the black man. Take the black man out of the household. This is what it's all about. We have to collectively come together, y'all. I don't see how y'all don't see this. I'm going to say it once and I'm going to continue to say it. We're responsible for who we put in those seats. Whether it's city council, whether it's your chief of police. We're responsible for that. I'm so sick of hearing y'all black people say, oh, my voice doesn't matter. They don't hear me. You'll be surprised. Like they say, it's strength in numbers. We have to move together collectively. We have to stop tearing each other down and start uplifting, empowering, and encouraging one another. Because the only way to beat them is to join them. No, let me take that back. The only way to beat them is to continue to dominate. Start hitting them, in, hitting them where it hurts, and that's their money. I encourage everyone, start supporting, like I see, these black-owned businesses. I tell y'all all the time, start supporting these black-owned businesses. And some of you black business owners, be receptive to the criticism. Be receptive to that. If someone comes and tells you that they don't like your product or something was wrong with it, Stop being combative. Take it and make it better. Make your business better. The same way you'll go sit in Olive Garden or, or where, whatever kind of restaurant for 45 minutes to an hour. It'll take them 45 minutes to get you to a table. Then it takes 20 minutes for them to even bring you a glass of water. Start supporting your black-owned businesses. And again, you black-owned business owners... Learn to be receptive when it comes to the criticism. Learn how to handle yourself professionally. Conduct yourself in a professional manner. All I hear is y'all complain about these black-owned businesses and how they do this and how they do that, but you'll go and you'll sit and let them dog you out and crack a barrel, and then you'll be right back in there the following Sunday. That's what y'all do. Y'all will get out there and y'all will support these businesses that dog you the hell out. But you won't go support Liz and Liz has a business. You want a discount. You want a hookup. You go to Michael Kors, they're not giving no type of discount and no type of hookups. You'll pay full price, but you want a discount from your brother that's trying to feed his family. I have to say that. 
I think I think what I'm gonna start doing, y'all, at, at the end of every show is is maybe put in maybe a five or ten minute segment where we talk about supporting black owned businesses. And I want to start shouting out black owned businesses. So if you are a black business owner, I would love to shout out your business. I would love to recognize your business. I don't care if it's a small business. I don't care if it's a big business, baby. I want to support your business. Even if it's just a simple shout out. Tag me in one of your posts. If you're selling something, tag me in a post and let me reshare it on my page. But that's what we need to start doing collectively. We need to come together as a, as a race. Black men, black women, black girls, black boys. We need to come together. And let's stop killing each other, y'all. I, I look at New Orleans. It's like the wild, wild west of New Orleans. I look at Chicago, Detroit, Memphis, L.A., Black on black crime. We got to do better, y'all, as a people. We really absolutely do. We really absolutely have to do better as a people. We need to start collectively supporting one another. Start showing each other some love. I challenge each and every black person that I follow. Send somebody a message and tell them you love them today. Support them. And do it genuinely. I just challenge everybody to do that. Let's normalize and celebrating, uplifting, empowering, and encouraging one another. Use your platform for something. I'm not saying everything got to be straight, arrow, I'm sorry, straight and narrow. Yeah, you can laugh, joke, talk a little shit on social media. But if you got a friend that's starting out a black owned business, just share it. Just share it. Hit the share button. It takes nothing away from you. Oh, and I forgot. Shout out to my girl, Kimberly Latisse. She is the CEO of Champagne Conversation. She has a podcast. She is live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. You may not know who she is, but she was actually on. Black Girl Interrupted last week when we spoke on Rakia Boyd, honey. She was on there with me. And she does waist beads. So go check out. Go follow her on TikTok. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She's on YouTube. Just holler at her. It takes nothing away. I want to see everybody when I want to see everybody make it. So I challenge you. One day a week. Share a post from a Black-owned business owner that you may or may not know. It takes nothing away from you. Be blessed, honey. God is going to bless you. Stop being intimidated by a person that has more than you. Guess what? Your time is coming. See, God didn't create my path to look like yours, and he didn't create your path to look like mine. We all going to get to the finish line. Some just get there quicker than others. You fall down, whatever it is that you're trying to do in life, you fall down, get back up, dust yourself off and keep going. Celebrate the small accomplishments because those small accomplishments are what help get to your big accomplishments. 
I made a post last week. I don't care if I get zero likes. I'm going to keep promoting Black Girl Interrupted. You might get tired of seeing it, but guess what? I'm going to keep promoting my little business because guess what? My little business is going to be a big business. And I manifest that baby. And can't no man or no woman, can't no person stand in the way of what I manifested for myself. Yeah? You can't do it. You cannot do it. You can't take nothing away from me. You can't stop my shine. Because, baby, let me tell you something. What God has for me, can't no man stand in the way of that. Hey, and I'm going to keep celebrating it. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep recognizing it. And I'm going to keep shouting out all these B.O.B.s, baby, these black-owned businesses. Shout out to my girl, Demetria, who has the honey going made. Y'all don't know who she is. I will start sharing her post. She has some amazing food. She's right here in Houston. Love her to death. Beautiful young lady. Like I say, Kimberly Latish, Champagne Conversations. Her husband, Dex. My BFF, Matt. Uh, and Drake. Check them out on Monday nights. Breaking the stigma. You can find them on Twitch. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them on Facebook. You can go find them on Spreaker, baby. And I believe they are available on all the streaming platforms now. Champagne Conversations as well. Don't forget, go holler at Carlos Bakish. Y'all already know. I don't even have to tell y'all. I don't even have to shout out. Y'all know where my lipstick comes from. Go holler at her. Amazing lipstick. She actually has a sale going on. She actually has some new colors that came out. She's actually expanded her brand. Go holler at Carlos Bakish. It takes nothing. Go holler at my boy Block. Block has a home inspecting business in Atlanta, Georgia. Go holler at him. Block hide. He's on Facebook. Go in my friends list. Go check him out. You need some home inspection? Go holler at him. And that's just a, a handful of black-owned businesses that I follow. Don't forget to holler at my girl, Kim. Let me go back. Let me pull her back up. Let me get back over here to her. Wait, 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 wait. Boop, boop. Let me get back to her. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to go holler at my boy, Big Low. Big Low Country Sports. He's on YouTube, baby. You want some good football talk? Go holler at him. Yeah, he's an Atlanta Falcons fan, but guess what? He has an amazing break. He has an amazing film study breakdown, and he talks about all the teams. Yes, unfortunately, he does represent the Falcons, but hey, that's still my brother. You know what I'm saying? That's still my brother. My girl, Kimberly Thais. Follow her, y'all. She makes some amazing adult beverages. And yes, she does ship. So you want some good adult beverages? Go holla at her. Go holla at her. I promise you, it takes nothing away to support a black-owned business. We all out here trying to eat, honey. Like I say. And you better know it. You better know it, Liz. I'm going to keep promoting. If I, Like I say, I don't care if I get zero likes. I'm going to keep promoting my business. I saw a meme the other day. It says, keep promoting your business. You know, it, it says something like, keep pushing your business. Fashion Nova sends out 20 texts a week or something like that. So I'm going to keep pushing Black Girl Interrupted. And you're welcome, Kim. You're, you're absolutely welcome. I'm going to keep pushing it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep pushing my little business. Because guess what? This little business is what's going to take me away from my nine to five. And I'm going to be, become my own boss. And I'm speaking that. I'm speaking that. So y'all already know 
Black Girl Interrupted is live every Tuesday and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all already know I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I am on YouTube, I am on all the streaming platforms, and I'm actually in the process of redoing and revamping my website. So the website is down. Um, I'm hoping to have that finished by hopefully this weekend, so it'll be back up and running. So that way, um, any special episodes that I may record and just not put on Facebook, um, you'll actually be able to see them on the website. So I am going to start doing some exclusive content um, episodes and maybe, you know, and do some things where we do like an after show where, you know, I bring some people on and we just, you know, we talk or just have something that's not necessarily streaming to any particular social media platform. So I am working on some exclusive content. Um, I am manifesting that I will be able to go ahead and get my LLC, um, and start getting merchandise. So you guys could get t-shirts, mugs, stickers. So that is my manifestation for the remainder of 2021 and here on out. So I definitely want y'all to stay, stay supportive. Again, I, I absolutely appreciate all the love and support that you guys continue to show me, um, every day that I'm on, even if it's an episode that I just throw in, I, I appreciate all the love and the support. So tomorrow night is going to be a special exclusive episode um, that I threw in that was brought to my attention in regards to domestic violence. Many of you are familiar with um, the Dwayne Haskins uh, situation. Him and the wife um, had an incident in Vegas. Um, his tooth ended up being knocked out. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the wife was uh, charged with aggravated assault or something like that. Um, and she is pinned. She has to go back to court, I believe, August 2nd or 11th or something like that. But I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow night um, because, again, as I stated, domestic violence against men is not talked about. Um, and a lot of people don't believe that men could be uh, victims of domestic violence, which that is absolutely false. Um and when it comes to domestic violence, it does not necessarily have to be physical. It could be verbal. It could be mental. It could be emotional. All those are considered uh, domestic violence. So tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, um, I will start on time because I'm off tomorrow, so I don't have anything standing in the way of me starting promptly at 8 o'clock. But I do want the fellas to absolutely tune into this. I want you to bring your thoughts, your views um, when it comes to men being victims of domestic violence. Again, I've talked to the women. I've shared my story of being a domestic abuse survivor. Um, but again, tomorrow night, um, I am talking to the men tomorrow night. So if you are a domestic abuse survivor, men, men, not you ladies, you know, our time comes in October. Um, but, you know, I don't designate topics specifically to months, but because, hey, I could just pop up and say, you know what? I want to talk about mental illness today. Um. But again, tomorrow night, we will be talking about um, domestic domestic violence against men. So I want to know your thoughts. You guys, bring your comments. You know, also tell a friend, bring a friend, tell them, hey, man, come holler. Tell them, come chill at Black Girl Interrupted. Come chill with your girl Ash on Black Girl Interrupted. Get your popcorn, get your wine, your juice, your milk, your coffee, your tea, whatever it is that you do. Uh, my sister says she watching me on her TV.
Baby, pull me up on your TV. Wrap up. As y'all see, I got my, my Saints blanket wrapped around me. I'm absolutely ecstatic and ready for football season, but that's going to be a whole other conversation. Um, Thank you, sissy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, tomorrow night, like I say, we're going to talk about domestic uh, violence against men. Um, Don't be ashamed. Men, if you are a victim, come talk to me. I don't judge. Y'all know. I don't I don't pass judgment because you know I had skeletons in my closet, but y'all know me, baby. I done took all them dirty clothes out my closet, baby, and I done threw them all out. We walking with clean clothes now. I had to decipher. But again, y'all, don't forget, tap in with Black Girl Interrupted. Um, I, if you are on Clubhouse, let me say this really quickly. If you are on Clubhouse, um, I am going to start hosting rooms on Clubhouse um, where we just have just random general conversation um, about maybe nothing in particular. Maybe someone may want to bring a topic to the forefront and say, hey, I want to talk about this. And let's have a grown-up discussion with, with no judgment, um, respect everybody's opinions. You know, everybody doesn't think the same, but everybody's entitled to their own thoughts, their own opinions. So um, got a lot of things coming up. So y'all stay tuned. Like I said, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Like I say, tomorrow night, we will be talking about <gasps> domestic violence. And as you see, domestic violence, they say the myth, domestic violence only affects women. The fact, 40% or more domestic violence victims are men. So that's what we're talking about tomorrow night. So without further ado, I want to tell y'all, I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with your girl tonight. I, again, I love y'all. Absolutely, I do. I appreciate all the love that you guys um, continue to show me. Like, share, subscribe, run themselves up on YouTube. I think I'm like at 98. I'm trying to get at least to 150. And if I can get to 150, then I'm going to shoot for 200. But I, I believe I'm at, let me see. Um, I think I'm at maybe 100 now when it comes to subs, I think. Oh, 99. I'm one away from 100. So, can I get that one sub to push me to 100? Just one, baby. Just one to push me to 100. I think that's major for me. Yay. So I'm, I'm so happy. But thank you guys for tuning in tonight. And again, I will see y'all tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You know what? I may start a little early tomorrow. But again, tomorrow night's topic, we are talking about domestic violence against men. So love y'all. Sweet dreams. I hope everyone has a blessed night. I hope the rest of your week goes well. And I will see y'all tomorrow night. Same time, same place. Black Girl Interrupted. Bye. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student. 
literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.